Welcome back. Hi. Without creating mountains where the valleys used to be. And all the things I thought I knew were changing like the seas. Yeah. Let's talk about losing the feeling of control in your life. Ooh, I don't want to talk about that. Sorry, we're going to. I am not losing control of my life. And But <laughs> it's not losing control of your life. It's letting mm-hmm. go of the need for control over every situation. Mm. I have struggled with that mm-hmm. for as long as I can remember. That is a shared struggle, and mm-hmm. I and I've known that about myself for a, a while now, um, and that is absolutely rooted in my past, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the reason for my eating disorder. It was the only thing that I had to control. Mm-hmm. So yeah, nobody's touching this one. This is mine. Yep. I'm going to be great at it, and you will not take this away because it was all. I had control over, even though I was harming myself badly. But it control can be when you feel it's been taken from you, you get desperate for something. Anything, something. Mm -hmm. And most of the time we lean into something that's unhealthy. For sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For sure. Because we haven't learned to be present in the moments Mm -hmm. when we've let go. Yeah. And trusting that didn't even feel good to say. Oh my <laughs> like, gosh! Oh. You know, mm. trusting when you are a strong, strong independent woman, um, <laughs> and when you are no, but when you are yes. like when mm-hmm. you are a strong individual, yep, who has had to become strong or was just born that way. Either way, it doesn't matter. Sure. You know, however you got it. Um, but you are used to being the strong person yes. and you can will yourself through anything. And oh, you yes. can, oh my gosh, I can totally push myself and I'll push myself a little bit harder, a little bit harder, a little mm-hmm. bit harder. I can do this, right? Yes. And then all of a sudden you can't. Yep. At it's all. done. Like you have to give up control. Yeah. You have to learn to trust others mm-hmm. with, they're not going to do it correctly, but they, but they're going to <laughs> That is not how I would be doing the dishes right now. That is not how I, I would be sweeping gonna the floor. I was just going to say that, that is as not- I watch, because our dishwasher, so I had turned it, I think I had told you that, I mm-hmm. I turned it on and all of a sudden it was shooting like literal fireworks type sparks and Oh my gosh. Stuff. And I'm like, <gasps> so, so it's washing dishes for the time being right now, which I actually don't mind. And mm-hmm. there's just the two of us, but Robert, and I love you, Robert. <laughs> He helps with dishes a lot. But he doesn't do it the way you would do it? (laughs) Or in the same timely manner? I will be even to the point where it's like, okay, he ran some errands and I washed them all over. Like, what is wrong with me? What is wrong with me? Mm -hmm. He was amazing. He was amazing. I didn't even, I didn't ask him. He saw them there. He was, you know, he had just finished you know, making something and there was yeah. a dish. He saw dishes in the sink, took them out, washed the dishes, did his thing. But I, and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm feeling like a fool right now. Yeah. Is even saying that because 
it should have been, I'm so grateful for somebody that noticed and just chose to help. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't have to be a control freak. I, I don't have to in some areas. I am. So let's take this a step further. And oh, you're not going to love this. This is this one. bad enough. What about when our children are going through things and we cannot control? And we cannot help and we cannot do anything. Or they are where your son is yeah. and you have no control over it's that. It's the worst. I like the thought actually goes in my mind that what if I got a flight someplace out there near there and I just try to find them. I went so far as I contacted International Red Cross and says, how do I volunteer? I want to go help medically mm -hmm. in Gaza because I want to see if I can see my kid. Mm -hmm. Ridiculous. Right. It is ridiculous. And I right. know it's ridiculous. Nobody it's has not. to tell me that it's ridiculous. That just speaks to my desperation to protect my child. Right. Um, things have gotten very real and he's actively in harm's way. I mean, they're lobbing missiles at him mm -hmm. that they are having to explode before they hit. That's how much in harm's way my child is. Right. Um, and this is new for me. You know, like I said, you know, I'd said before, I've done deployments before, but not in, not this, war not in this situation. Mm -hmm. And um, some days I do great with it. In other days, I can physically feel the emotion of it. I like I feel physically just that squeezing oh, yeah. grip of fear, just this icy through my body. I'm just like, just not my child, not my child, not my child, which every single parent of a military right. child says. But um, that's been it's been difficult for my emotions and it consumes a lot of my emotions. I was going to say, it never leaves really me, leaves your mind. It's always there. Right. So I am exhausted in my mind, if mm. that makes sense, yeah, because does. I actively work to not allow my mind to go down the path of right. what ifs. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what not yeah. having control is. Mm -hmm. You run through all of the things of, yeah. What if this? What if that? What if this? I what know. if that? I know. And even if they're, even if your child is not in a war zone in mm -hmm. the military or anything like that, but say they're there's in what ifs everywhere. A relationship they're driving that's and it's not, snowing and yes. the roads are icy. Oh, completely. Or... Yeah. I mean, I've got two two. I've got a teenage driver. I have a twenty year old driver, and Addison starts driver tra drivers oh, training in January, yes. the end of January. <laughs> and so now I'm like, holy oh, crap! Now oh, I have no. three of them on the road. Um, but yeah, it's that. Watching your child back mm. out of the driveway for the very first time as a teenager with their license, and then you have to just go, I trust. I, know. I trust. I just have to. I trust. And it's I not that to. I don't trust my child. I know. They're good drivers. Everybody I don't trust anybody else on the road. I know. Everybody you know? get off the road. Right. Stay away from them. Don't drive close to them. Don't. But as you parent adult children, mm -hmm. which is what I'm realizing, um, you don't have hardly any control Nothing. if you are parenting correctly. And I'm going to say it like that very intentionally It's in your because right. you cannot. So I value a relationship with my adult children. Yes. So I do not choose to control their life. Right. There are a couple different things going on with my children right now that I 
would like to very fix. easily <laughs> could very easily take care of very quickly. Oh, for sure. Right? Like, yes. and my brain goes there. Like, yes. Oh, well, I got this, this one. Complicated. I'm really smart. I know exactly what I would do. Right. But I would lose my child in the process. Mm-hmm. My relationship with my child. Right. And they. And that's not worth it to me. Oh, exactly. It's not worth it. And they lose the benefit of a life lesson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the value of life lessons, you can't put a price on that. Right. You have to allow, you have to love your children enough to allow them to learn how to be an adult in this life mm-hmm. outside of you hovering yeah. over them. You can't run over there and grab their laundry. Nope. You can't run over there and make sure they got more food to feed 40 people that mm-hmm. came over there. You cannot clean their place for them all the time. You cannot make sure they picked up their prescription. You can't make sure they're getting up on time. You can't make sure mm-hmm. they last a... You can't make sure they put on clean underpants, for heaven's sakes. Nope. And None I it. see it as if I were to step in constantly, mm-hmm. they would see it as I don't trust they that they could do life. Isn't that right? what that is? So like a coach, right? Mm-hmm. I think of a coach on a football team or a basketball team or whatever. Right. If you are constantly like exactly telling your players what to do and, yes. and if you're not there, or they're not listening to exactly what you're doing, mm-hmm. then you don't trust your players. For sure. You don't trust your players. And I think of like, I think of, of Michigan, you know, football who yeah. won the whole national championship mm-hmm. and Jim Harbaugh wasn't even there for three of the games. And yeah. his, his players his were like, it. he said to them, You've got this. Yeah. And they knew and trusted that he knew they've got that this. That they've got this. Right. And so they went out there and showed mm-hmm. everybody that it was Michigan against the world. Mm-hmm. You know, and I love that because Me that too. is how parenting is coaching when you get past a certain age. Yes. You are no longer yes. in their faces teaching them everything. You have mm-hmm. to switch to the role of a coach. Thank you. Because otherwise they that. just don't they will resent. They, they will, will resent. They will resent, resent but they're also not going to so. be prepared. Stunted and resentful yes, is what they will be. that's not a good place to have your 20-somethings. You I would hate to describe my children as stunted and resentful. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Those aren't great adjectives Those to describe are not. your children with. But I think that's a disservice that mm-hmm. you do when you take away their opportunities for decision-making mm-hmm. with Cause and effect yep. and consequences of a choice. Yeah. Now, obviously, if it was going to harm them, if they were going to lose a limb, if their life was going to be in trouble, right. oh, yeah, you better believe I'm going to intervene. Yes. But on the day-to-day stuff, mm-mm. And I'll say things like I'll put it back on them because they, they've been asking different questions and okay. different advice. Yeah. And, and I will, instead of giving advice, mm-hmm. I will say, well, what would happen if you did this? Or I would go Good. back and say, well, what are you going to do about this aspect of it? Or right. what are you going to do about that? And I have said the words, I cannot make this decision for, for you. you. Mm-hmm. I cannot fix this for you. You know, yeah. I'm here for you. I'm here to listen anytime. And it has been amazing Good. to watch them navigate just everyday things. This is not, it's not even like these huge things. Right. It's everyday life. Yes. That going from being a kid to an adult, mm-hmm. you have to learn how to do. You do. Like, oh, I work 50 to 60 hours a week. Nothing is open 
like I get to work at six in the morning and I leave at six at night. Nothing's open. Right. And I'm like, okay, well, banks are open on Saturdays. You're going to have to go on That's a Saturday. That's how it goes. You know, right. like this is how you adult. Mm-hmm. Did you know that banks are open on Saturdays until noon or whatever? You right. know, oh no, I didn't know that. Sweet. Now, there That's you how go. you would take care of it. Or you have to say to your boss, I need two hours off to go take care of this. Mm-hmm. You have to say those words. You have to you actively. Know? I'm like every adult in the history of adults, that's what you have to it's do. It's just going to have to happen. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, like your boys. And I was just, all of a sudden this thought crossed my mind. They've stepped into this new role in life. Yeah. They have their own place and they're living this whole brand new life that they've never lived before. Mm-hmm. Much like you going from... I'm Sarah, I'm a photographer, I'm working hard, and it's just work and pictures all the time, and then cancer happened, and all of a sudden, now you're living this life, and you had to learn that life. They have to learn this life. They have a great safety net under all of it, Mm -hmm. but what they don't have, and I'm so thankful, is two parents that are always swooping in to do it for them. Oh, dear Lord, no. Nope. Because they would never learn to competently stand on their two feet, to competently make decisions, and competently know, I can get through this. Mm -hmm. You know, they need to know that we believe in them. Absolutely, they need to know that for sure. Now, let me tell you, (laughs) You when we're not talking to them, the conversations that my husband and I have are there's a lot of venting. Mm. And and I have to have it that like I have to and I've told Aaron this I'm like look I'm not yelling at you I have to get these I emotions let it out. out somehow yes somewhere somehow mm-hmm. whatever it is I can't swing a freaking bat or anything at things right now I so I, I have to get them, it out so. like no but like a, like a break room therapy or something, something. like I can't do any of that yes. right now I'm like so I have to get it out with my words yeah and I said because then it doesn't come out in the conversation for sure with my boys right you know and so then i am the mom that they need me to be in that moment because i was allowed to get those things out yeah ahead of time yes. you know cuz so conversations would good. have been very different if i i think robert has grown accustomed to my i'll come in his office while he's working he'll turn around, take his headset off, and he'll look at me, and I'm like, this has nothing to do with you, but I'm going to unload mm-hmm. a minute. So he's like, okay. And those are such important so, words. Mm-hmm. With communication in your marriage, that is so important. Mm. Oh, for sure. if you just start going. He's like, what'd I do? Yeah, like he's sitting there just working, doing whatever, and then all of a sudden you're yelling, and he's like, how did I get in trouble? I was just sitting like, here doing Where's what? my wife and where did crazy come yeah. from? Yeah. yeah, so I found that with Aaron, too, that I have to say, I need to vent. Yes. Or if I can't even get those words out, mm-hmm. I'm not mad at you. Or something, something like... Something to know. This isn't you personally. Yes. You are my person. Mm-hmm. That I just need to speak it. So, and like I described it to Robert, if I say it and get it out of here, mm-hmm. it's not so big anymore. It, yeah. So, it, and it's almost like if you think of something, think of your thought like this big. And if it's sitting in here, that's big. Yeah. That's a big thing in your head. It takes up most you of your head space. You take that and you set it here, it doesn't look very big anymore. Oh, super small. And yeah. I started thinking of it that way. I'm taking what seems huge. You know, and it's like seeing this here and seeing it here. Oh, I love that analogy. Mm-hmm. It is so true. It is. Yeah, yeah it is. It's, it's so completely different. As soon as it's out, 
And a lot of times, even as I'm venting, my mind is working through and I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. okay. Now Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, I can regroup and, and address it this way. And, and I think that the, the same thing is true for parenting. So if you can take a step back and realize especially with your teenager and your adult children, yes. that they're doing that same thing. But mm-hmm. they don't have the capacity yet mm-hmm. to say, I need to vent. Right. You know? Like, their their brains are not to that point their where they can Their brains aren't even that. completed yet. They still have. And so if yeah. you can take a step back as the parent and, mm-hmm. and really listen and realize they're not yelling at you. No. They're not throwing a tantrum. Mm-hmm. They're not being disrespectful. They're doing what you do. Right. But they just haven't gotten, they you didn't, know. They didn't have the clarifiers before right. they said it. Right. Be it gr- has be helped grateful tremendously. That like, they do it. Yes, with my kids. Like, my boys have come over at separate times. Yeah. And I have learned to become the world's best listener. Just. I do here. not. And this is important. Mm-hmm. I do not try to fix anything. Good for you. And I will listen. Isn't that hard sometimes? Oh, my word. The entire time inside, my dialogue is like, ah, oh, okay, pay attention. Ah, oh, okay, pay attention. Ah, oh, you I know. know and then I will mm-hmm. say this. Do you want my advice? Yep. Sometimes they have said yes. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they have been like, I just needed to get that out. I just needed I to just be heard. I just needed you to listen. Yeah. And that is so important. Because yes. as parents, again, like we were talking about, we want to fix, we want to swoop, we want to oh make everything goodness, perfect. Yes. We want to put these bubbles around them so I know. that nothing bubble happens wrap, to them. Like they're fragile treasures that you bubble yeah. wrap. And, and when they're oh. little, yes. we fix everything for them. We That's do. our job. Yes. It is when they're little. And so to make that transition and mm-hmm. to realize like the biggest, best thing that we can do for our adult yeah. children is just listen. Yeah. And just listen. And that is such a profound expression of love. For them to know that they have that. Yeah. That mom's not going to sit and jump in and say, well, you need to do this, 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 and this. Yes. And I feel like a lot of parents get that wrong. I agree. I agree. And, you know, there's, I think you can get used to um, that whole pattern of, but I've always fixed things. Mm -hmm. Why would I not fix things now? And it's like, because you're parenting an adult now. Mm-hmm. An but even adult, teenagers, I really hard. feel like I high agree. schoolers, you know, you need to even say back to them, Yep. okay, what mm-hmm. are you going to do about the situation? Yeah. Or do you want my advice? Yeah. Use those words. Yes. Give our, your children the gift of learning how to think, mm-hmm. to work out a problem to problem solve on their own. Having a safe sounding board, having a safety net, but give them the gift of saying, I trust you, child of mine Mm -hmm. that I love so much. I trust you to use that intelligent brain in your head to look at this from all sides and then make a decision that you feel is best after that. Like I used to have my kids you know, when, you know, making a decision. So I'm like, I want you to take two days and you're going to have a piece of paper and you're going to have a pen mm-hmm. and you're going to make a list, pros and cons, and yeah. make it thoughtful. Think about it, weigh it out. What would happen if, what would happen if you didn't, mm-hmm. whatever it might be. But it was remarkable to see. And I was always so excited when I would see them come back with that list. Mm-hmm. And it was so full of 
thoughtfully considered well, yeah, because they teenage brains are wired to just like make these oh, completely yes. kind of spastic decisions yes. because impulsive. they impulsive spastic. They don't think about it, mm-hmm. and so yeah, I mean things like cutting your hair, or dyeing your hair, or different outfits or whatever. I always make my kids wait. I'm like, you've got to give it wait. a couple days. Mm-hmm. If you still feel like that, if it's something big, I'm like a week, right. you know. But like, yeah. if you still feel like this, then okay, let's have yeah. another conversation about it. I'm not For saying sure. yes, but I'm saying let's yes. let's then. And I can't tell you how many times my kids have come back and been like, thank you. For saving me from Like, that. my best friend just cut her bangs right off up to here because she decided she wanted bangs. And she put them all in a little ponytail like they did on TikTok. And they cut. And now they're like this. And I'm like, I, what is she going to do? Nothing. Nothing. You can't. Nothing. Put... You wear a hat, a and you, or you or put something. a headband on right here. Yeah, there's <laughs> nothing else there's you can do. And I just... Nothing else. You know? Yeah. I mean, I just think that's really important. Yeah. But bringing it back to what we started with mm-hmm. is control. Mm. So if you're listening to your kids and you ask them the questions to either think about it yep. or to give the list or or do you want my advice or not, right. you're giving them back the control For sure. in the conversation. Yes. They don't feel like they have control over anything that's going uh, on in their lives. Teenagers, teenagers especially man, do not feel... just in a rough... Yeah. yeah I mean, it, schools control everything that you do, mm-hmm. right? And I read this the other day and I sent it to Logan and it said, how are 18-year-olds expected to function when one day... <laughs> Literally, one day yeah. they're told, no, you may not go to the bathroom or when to go to the bathroom. And then the next day they're expected to make all the decisions now, in their entire life. Now, what are you going to do for and the I'm rest like, of your life? Holy cow, that was so profound to me that it was just, oh, you go from remarkable. this this like tight and then all of a sudden it's like, yeah. what are you going to do? What do you want to do? Choose a career. Yeah, where Choose do I where get you're going to go to college. What are you going to do? That? Potty. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. That is, I mean, because I hear so many Seniors, after they graduate, they're just like, I feel so lost, lost right now. And I'm like, because you've been told what to do for the right. past 13 years. That's what You have been told veterans, your every move. Yes. Veterans transitioning yes. have the same mm-hmm. problem because it's such a regimented, disciplined life. You are told what time, for how long you're mm-hmm. staying until you get released you don't make decisions for yourself yep. for the you know for the right. most part right and even like if you're on weekend leave or whatever it's still you can't go this far away from base mm-hmm. you must be back at this time you must report at this time and if you don't there's no skating in late in the military Mm-mm. no cuz um it isn't fun if you do oh i couldn't imagine it isn't fun and it's worse because it's not just you that pays the price. It's, it's your the whole unit. unit. Yeah. All of them. Yep. So it's not just you. Guess what? Your whole unit hates you now. Mm-hmm. Sports they teams are that you. same way. You know, most of the oh. time coaches will do the whole team if one person for has, sure. you know. You know, and I understand the reason for that, but it's why vets often will have a horrible time transitioning yeah. back into this kind of society where it's mm-hmm. up to them to make all the decisions. Yeah. I or already, returning citizens yes. coming out of prison. Oh, and, you my know, Who are again told exactly where mm-hmm. and when and how, and then all of a yeah. sudden they have to make their own schedules yeah. and choices. I and, know somebody that's exactly in that position, and it's breaking my heart to mm-hmm. watch what is happening. But this person has been in 
incarcerated more years than they've been alive. But the backstory, if you hear it and you understand, it's devastating. Mm. It is, it's profoundly devastating. Mm-hmm. Um, has been out for, I want to say four, maybe four years, but struggling. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have a place of their own. I feel own like that's where a lot surfing. of the, the repeat it's offenders just, will come in because they're like, I don't know how to function out here I know. in a world where you I'm know, not told what to do. And- lunch and shower time and mm-hmm. wake up time. And then there's an hour of free time. It's so regimented. And this person cannot figure out living what we call normal mm-hmm. life out here. And it's so hard to watch, but that can happen with our kids. If you've had such a regimented life and schedule for them where you have always told Controlled them every aspect this of is it. where yep. you've woken them up from school mm-hmm. you laid their clothes out you made their appointments mm-hmm. you you know did all of this yeah these poor kids it's already hard mm-hmm. when they make that transition as soon as they take that tassel put it on the other side and they're graduated and then it's like now the whole world, world is looking what? at them like okay now what? You're an adult. So, and then they what go off do? to college. Mm-hmm. Huh. Nobody's there to wake you up. Nope. Nobody's there to tell you to study. Mm-mm. Nobody is there to help you budget, prepare your food, wash mm-hmm. your clothes. Help them out, you know, just allow them to practice adult life mm-hmm. before they have to actually do it, yeah. I guess is what I'm getting at.